Hey guys, and welcome to episode 19 of Dad Knows Best. I am Harrison Mudge, father-to-be, and I'm with my co-host, dad of two, Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for joining us, and if this is the first time you've ever tuned in to Dad Knows Best, do yourself a huge favor. I'm not going to say stop. (laughs) Pause this show, hit subscribe, and go and listen to the previous 18 episodes. Yes, there's a lot of content there, but you do definitely have to go along with the whole journey. Harry, what are we talking about on today's show? We are talking about labor as a man. Labor as a man? What it's like going through labor as a male. And what I mean by that is... Obviously, we don't go through labor, but we are present when that's happening. And obviously, we are very close to go time. Mm-hmm. Counting down now. Um, Do you have a bump date for us? Do you have a, like a, an ETA? Uh, oh, an, e- an, e- an ETA on the baby. One second. Hey, Siri. How many days until the 5th of November? It's 49 days until then. 49 days. Why do you look confused? You don't that's, believe that's, anything That seems like a lot more than I had in my head. It's seven weeks. It's exactly it's seven, seven. Seven weeks sounds less than 49 days. Okay, but the, just so you know, they're the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but if someone says, oh, you've got seven weeks left, I'm like, oh, shit. If someone goes, you've got 49 days left, I'm like, wow. You've got loads, loads of time. time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go with seven weeks. Because yeah, I, want, seven. I want to see some sense of urgency <laughs> on that side of the table right that's now. That's where I just kick back. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, so I just wanted to, I guess, because it's we're very near the uh, the drop, as mm-hmm. it were. Like drops more like the second child, squeezes <laughs> the first. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just wanted to get a feel for like, how did you feel before you went through it the first time? What was your expectations versus realities when you got in there and it was go time? Like, what first of all, what did you expect? Or how did you think it would go? And then <laughs> compare that to what actually happened. Like, was it exactly what you thought? So what happened with Sarah? I'm trying to I'm trying to go down memory lane here. Because obviously your second child was a completely different experience anyway, but... <laughs> I thought you were going to go down like a complete mess then. <laughs> um, so well, well of- I've met the doctor and he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't the best qualified. In terms of expectations, I honestly didn't really have any. And to be honest, I kind of went in a little bit just like genuinely unaware and uneducated. It's blase. Never watched an episode of like One Born Every Minute. Never really knew what 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 was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to come and say this. But then everything I heard from Sarah, I always just took with a pinch of salt anyway. In terms of like, <laughs> all right can't really be that I knew it was bad I don't want to sound that Mm. blase but I'm like okay cool like the way that I sort of position it in my head is millions of people do this on a weekly Mm. basis Um, they get through it we'll get through it and that's Mm -hmm. literally kind of where my logic went to Um, so in terms of like what happened with us I think the one thing I wasn't expecting is to get sent back by the hospital that threw me for six like it's like water's broke she just had a flake Mm -hmm. water broke what (laughs) <laughs> yeah the, the chocolate bar you mean yeah actually 
She'll kill me for this. It was a double decker, not a flake. I had the flake. She had a chocolate bar. Double decker, good shout. Double decker. That's she, a good bar. She had a chocolate bar, and I don't know what it. She remind. She reminds me of it occasionally, and then poof, like that water broke. And it's like it was probably when she broke through the uh, the biscuit top <laughs> exactly. and, then the, and the nougat. <laughs> the and nougat. Just <laughs> <laughs> bit of internal pressure and bosh um, but like water broke and then we knew not to go straight in yep like you've we're just like then it's like go time it's happening that's when you call family and you're like it's happening got a dog as well had a beagle mm-hmm. Jay missed Jay a little bit um, so then it's like we need to arrange someone to come to be at the house so we can go and someone can look mm-hmm. after the dog and bits like that because we don't know how long we're going to be in the hostel for and you were over Leicester at this point over in Leicester. So how, and how far away was the hospital? 30, 35 minutes. Okay. Yep. Um, depending on time of day. So this was in the evening, actually. Mm. So I think the one thing that threw us for six was going to the hospital and we're all like... So like, like got, got your bag, got, got all the way the there, get in. It's like, we're pregnant, we're giving birth right now. Like, cool. Yeah, she's you, in the passenger seat. You're one centimeter, go home. Exactly that. Yeah. And we were like, what? We live 35 minutes away by the time we get back. And she's like, no, no, no. Trust. She was like, trust me, go back run a hot bath, mm-hmm. go chill out in your own space, just wind down, and then you'll know when you've got to come back in. I'm like, well, we think we've got to be... She was like, trust me. Get in the bath, have some paracetamol and some ibuprofen. I can't remember if it was both, so that's not... Please don't take that as medical advice if anyone's listened to this. I'm not sure if you meant to have both. I know I had paracetamol and ibuprofen because I had a banging headache at this point. <laughs> like, sir, you need to calm down. Your wife isn't even here with you right now. Like, what are it. you talking about? Um, so, yeah, we got sent back and... That really like pissed Sarah off, to be honest. Yeah, she well, was, it would. She was just like, no, no, like, fuck, I don't want to be ferried about. I mm. know I'm going into labour. Like, I want a bed. I want to. I want to fucking oh, lie down and oh. be here, ready for when my child arrives. And obviously, it's first time mum, you like, you're just naturally mm-hmm. like nervous. You just want to. You actually kind of want to be in the presence of someone that knows what they're doing, not me, i.e. So it's like, okay, cool. So we went back, and then uh, she ended up uh, bathing for quite a while. And then sleeping on the like lying on the couch. So she was on the couch. I was so, sat, so what sat sort the floor. of t- so what time did you go to the hospital and then? Uh, I can't remember the exact times, but I can remember the time gaps. So let's just say I got to the hostel for seven. Mm-hmm. We were back for eight, and wow! So it's literally like you went yeah, in. Yeah, we, we we spent twenty to thirty did, minutes max. In did the they give? Did they examine her then? Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. then it's like, yeah, you're not ready. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So then we went back and then probably three, three and a bit hours later, we we went back in. So there's quite a gap. Sorry, I got a little bit of sleep in between. Um, and then when we went back in, they were like, yep, cool. You're, you're in labor and mm-hmm. we'll give you a bed. So then they hooked her up on this machine and uh, I was like mesmerized by it, to be honest, if I remember, because it would like, I would know. This is, this is really interesting. Because I watched it for a while and I was holding the hand and just talking and mm-hmm. I'm watching and I'll just calm everything down. I'm watching it. And then randomly I go, you're about to have a contraction. And then she's like, ah! <laughs> And because when you're watching the machine, mm. the readings, by the way, I apologize for everyone's eardrums. Um, the readings of this machine, like the, the way it works is like the body knows before she knows yeah. and reacts. Because it's reading the, the muscles like, right? contractual, yeah, yeah. like contracting and then the pain kicks in after the fact so I was like mesmerised by that which really pissed her off she was like stop looking at the machine look at me and talk, talk to me like keep mm. me calm um, 
So then we're in there for probably not that long, actually. We're probably only in there for like 40 minutes uh, before they're like, go time. Uh, so then we went into, we had a really nice room. I don't want to say it was a private room as if we hired a private room, but it was like our own room. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's normal or you just don't have curtains so, yeah. around it. Is it normal? Cool, yeah. don't know. Yeah, you're, um, not, you're not on a normal ward. People are like saying, you've had two kids now. You should know this. I'm like, ha. Wait till I get to story number two. Um, yeah, you don't. You don't. Um, everyone has their own room to give birth. Cool. Shows my what, that's what a birth knowledge. That's what that's what a birth the birth ward is. Okay, just lots example. of rooms. You're not on like a normal ward where there's like eight other people around crowning. <laughs> that's a very good point. When I say, when I say it out loud, I'm like, oh, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got little Timmy who's lost his leg in the bright loud room, wouldn't it? <laughs> Walk in, it's like there's your headphones. Um, but go in and room bed chills on the bed for chills she goes on the bed for a little bit i've got to really put my words carefully here uh and then she ends up going into the birthing pool which i might have covered it off in a previous show uh for for me it was fantastic uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so gas and air in the birthing pool i'm sitting on this thing that's like a gym ball rolling mm-hmm. about passing side of the gas and air got three amazing women around us at this point that are just like military efficient yet calming in the same like breath it's like was that wow. three was that three or one person you were seeing triple off <laughs> <laughs> they all did look very similar um no they were wearing the same thing actually um no so passing the gas in SR, i was having a like a little toot on it as it came back in uh and then those privileges stopped when at one point everyone just heard a splash and i'd slipped into the birthing pool elbow deep basically onto my wife who's giving birth <laughs> Sarah obviously <laughs> kicks off and the woman just goes no more gas and air for you put it back I'm like completely I'm surprised they let you have it though because normally I think they normally tell you you shouldn't be tooting on it uh, yeah to be honest I, was, I kind of did the first toot as a joke and I was like no one's fucking said it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I did that and then what ended up happening was, and if you don't like, if you, if you don't like a bit of graphic, like pause or fast forward the next 30 seconds. But <laughs> yeah, don't pause it. Cause <laughs> it's just going to carry on. <laughs> but, uh, so we didn't, she didn't manage to deliver Riley in the birthing pool, but she lost a lot of blood. Mm. To the point what, that ju- while, while in, in the, the birthing pool, pool. during uh, labour, but during no labour, no baby yet. Um, and you know what? Like, if you have like a sink of water and mm. you have a tiny nosebleed and a drop goes in, looks really bad. Mm. There was a lot. It looked basically like a fucking scene out of Jaws. Like it, like it just went fucking <laughs> red, <laughs> like instantly. Um, and obviously, two things happen then. Sarah panics, which is natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the visibility for the nurses or midwives um, is non-existent. Um, So then they had to move her. And at this point, like Riley is like, is there, is visible, crowning if that's the word, don't know. Crowning. So you can imagine trying to move a pregnant woman in that position on Mm. back onto the bed. So that was like, that's the thing that when I think about now, it kind of makes me feel a little bit, oh, because I can only imagine how painful that was for Sarah. Um, and then this is where it got interesting actually because I thought like five minutes later on the bed push-in was done it was like an hour and a quarter but, wow. but in my head it, like, it was just done over Sarah's an absolute trooper baby arrives um, and then 
I think with most women, it's like Sarah had a t- Sarah had a tear, um, so she had to get stitched up, mm-hmm. and then the baby sort of. Obviously, she gets a bit of time with the baby, and then they sort of take him away, and like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ju- just on the tear thing, like I, we've been watching um, some stuff, uh, just uh, the positive affirmation stuff. Yeah. The, the, the thing's called the Birthing Company. It's definitely worth watching. Um, and they were talking about like most most what are they saying most, it's not a tear it's a new opening. Mo- most women tear like yeah. like sometimes it's not sometimes it will just heal itself yeah a few times it might need stitches and then uh, only very um rare cases does it need proper medical like surgery yeah but no, for for anywhere that needs stitches they can stitch anywhere so whether it's a home birth hospital um birthing center and things like that so that you can stitch anywhere it's mm-hmm. just if it was serious serious then that's when you need to be in a hospital um, but there's a there's a way <laughs> there's a way you can prep for the birth okay to try and prevent as much tearing as possible and you basically it, the, the the bit of skin is called the perineum I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly and there's like a there's I essentially where that is there's essentially a what I think I know where that, that yeah, is. well yeah it's the bit between the vagina and the bum hole yep that's the perineum. By and the way, just so you know, the that, gap that the you... gap's not to scale. <laughs> He's got his I hands just... a foot apart. I went the vagina and the bum hole. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so there's loads to go at. No, um, so so you can do a... Ma- you can massage um, that. The like, stuff you can do to just prep for it, which makes sense. What, like you can? The, well, the, 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 the woman can... Oh, <laughs> there's nothing I can do to myself, is there? Um, but yes, yeah, so you, can, you can essentially prep and stretch the area ahead of time yep. to try and prevent it as much as possible not necessarily guaranteed to solve it all or whatever but it, it can just ease it a little bit yeah but if you google it <laughs> i can only imagine what the, comes up with like the google the Im- and this is with safe search on with the images on the nhs website you've just got like <laughs> it looks like someone's trying to crack an egg is all i can say <laughs> everyone needs to go and google perineum massage yeah but, uh, but but basically yeah you can't you, there, there are steps you can take to try fucking and flood like, our facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah sorry so, so that happened and then um off the back of it i actually remember there's a photo of me over riley's he's in like a a tray is the best way i can explain it <laughs> uh, an incubator or something uh imagine half an incubator so it's like just open, not an intense it's one. open top um and it's kind of mm. like he's there and he's just like all swaddled up and it's my boy and, uh, <laughs> and they're like no sir that one's yours <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> uh but at that point i knew because that's that stereotypical where you see all the babies lined up right in the oh i didn't see that they ba- they basically brought him in okay uh, there's like a thing them. I've seen on t- on TV and Friends stuff or something where there's like a bunch of babies yeah. in the same room together. Like yeah. I, I don't know what kind of birthing center that is. That but, didn't happen. It's like, but yeah, take your pick. Yeah. Um, but it's that it's that stereotypical moment that every dad says, but it's one hundred percent true. Which is, there's a photo of me uh, that I think my mum took. Might be my mum. Might have been Kev. Uh, of me just standing over Riley, just on this incubator thing, just looking down at him. And I remember what was going through my head at that point. It was, I have no fucking clue what I meant to do with you, but I promise I'll, <laughs> but I promise I'll do my best. It was like the thing. Um, and then Sarah actually ended up staying in hospital overnight mm-hmm. that night. Um, and I went back to an empty house, which was really, really shit, to be honest. Like, I didn't sleep. 
So I kind of went back home. Oh, yeah, and then complete side note, my mum had a nightmare with the dog. The dog was sick, like, all over the house. When my mum got there, he'd been sick and running about in it. <laughs> and my mum messaged me and was like, oh, yeah, it wasn't my mum who took the photo because she was sorting the dog out. That was it. It was Kev. Um, but went back on my own, and then next day, it all starts. Get mm. out, out of hospital, car seats, and bits like that. I'll whistle stop through the second one just so people can know the difference. Uh, second one, basically, uh, Reggie, uh, Sarah says i'm going into labor and i'm like pretty chilled at this point i'm like cool i know we've got time like have you had a double decker we'll probably get sent back um she's like no no it's, it's happening and she's like i'm not gonna make it down the stairs and i'm just like all right baby come on down the stairs and she is like going and she's like i'm not going to fucking make it down the stairs call an ambulance right now mm. i'm like all right one 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 she's like nine nine fucking nine <laughs> this is an emergency uh Long story cut very short, I end up within eight minutes of that call, I end up on the phone. <laughs> have, you, have you made the call again? <laughs> the sirens are on our end. <laughs> I'll wait. So eight minutes after that, that call, I end up on the phone to the NHS who are walking me through how I give birth, not me personally, but how I deliver uh, my own child so it's just me and Sarah mm. and God knows what she was thinking at this point in time like not only is it scary giving birth when your husband was it just it, like a warm, warm towels and, and things like that or? so there was uh, did, did you wash your hands towel 100% yeah they kind of like they kind of walk you through like this checklist of like listen they it was amazing they're like Sir, breathe. I'm like, <gasps> but to be honest, after about a minute of real, like, so you kind of go through a minute of like, I can't fucking do this. Yeah. Like, I, I can't fucking do this. And then all of a sudden, you just go, I haven't got a fucking choice. And honest to God, after that point, I don't remember what I did. Mm. It was just listen to whatever they say, do it, and just be very, just like militant, mm. get the fucking job done, and then worry about all the emotions that are going through me after the fact. So, did that. And when Reggie arrived, he was fucking silent for what felt like 10 minutes. Mm. It was like 10 seconds, but didn't make a fucking sound after he'd been delivered. And Sarah's like, why? she's like, why can't I hear him? Because obviously with Riley, he was fucking wailing. Like, to the point that down the phone, they're like, like, blow on him, pat him, da-da-da. And I did. And you could literally hear the woman on the end of the phone when Reggie started to go... Mah! Like she, you could hear her exhale, Sarah exhaled, we all exhaled. It's like, but it it felt like an eternity, but mm. I know it actually wasn't that long. So at that point, baby's there. Uh, Sarah's stepmom's there who happens to be a nurse. She, she comes around, she helps like with the cleanup and all that stuff. Uh, and then the, uh, the ambulance arrives. We have this Ikea lamp in our bedroom. We used to. Uh, and like, it's a stand-up lamp with a bendy arm. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, great lamp. And she's like grabbing it and just pointing it <laughs> like up Sarah. And uh, she had a small tear, small stitches needed, but nothing like the first one. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest, oh yeah, all the way through this, we live on a three-story. And all the way through this, Riley, who's on the second floor, does not wake up. <laughs> like seriously if you can imagine what would have happened to that child if he walks up the stairs and sees daddy arm deep blooded up like that kid would have been fucking like scarred for life Sarah is not it, Sarah is not quiet and actually the neighbours didn't hear it like 
obviously well insulated house, mm. but Riley did not wake up. But can you imagine what actually happened then is an hour later when everything settled, I go and get the opportunity to wake up Riley and say, your brother's here and walk him upstairs and just the look on his face, he just like, he didn't know what to do with himself. He was mm. just ecstatic. Like he couldn't believe. And that's when he like, he probably believes that literally that baby just arrives like in a stalk in a basket or whatever it's called. Um, like that was probably one of my favorite moments and just being able to be at home together and then wake up together the next day. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to deliver a child again. And FYI, sorry, when you listen to this, we're not having another one. Um, but Unless it's a girl. No. Um, just no. Not even, I've realised if I give an inch, she'll take a mile. And what a mile means is another kid. Uh, so not happening. No, another girl. No. Um, but nice absolutely though, amazing to to be able to wake up in our own bed together, mm. like as a family with the baby. So yeah, that was my experience. In terms of like what I thought would happen, I didn't have any expectations either time. The second time I thought it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll just get you in. I know it's painful. Trust me. I saw it. Hate seeing my wife in pain. But you got through it. We could do it again. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the helplessness which is uh, frustrating. Cause, Does like, that worry you, you? Yeah, because you're just going to, like, stand there like an absolute melon the whole time. <laughs> and, like, I know already. We kind of joke about it, but it's kind of serious. But it's like, she's like, you best be helpful on the day. But like, that's like, the thing is like, how does, I, that, what does that even a, look that's like? That's a big ask because like, I know that I'll try and be helpful and you'll be like, you're doing it wrong. Well, I think I think one thing we spoke about before is like, you'll probably end up being Em's voice because you guys yeah. have spoken about this. It's yeah, like, she, she even said that as well. And this um, birthing company thing says the same thing. It's like, birth, you need to get it squared away with with the mum now so that when because when for example Emmy's in labour she's not necessarily going to be able to sort of make certain decisions yeah she won't think straight so I need to be educated on what she wants and doesn't want us to find out so yes yeah it's quite interesting. that's that's probably where you can add the most value in the situation yeah. uh, <laughs> any value <laughs> uh, but what you're you going into this now where's your head at um, I'm just going to take it as it comes <laughs> but that's what I mean it's like like there's no point in me worrying about it because it'll only make things worse. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 easy to just kind of go in and just roll with the punches sort of thing. For me, it's more <laughs> every <laughs> every mother right now is fucking fuming. Um, I think the one of the concerns I've got is like you say, you now you got turned away. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a fear of like, well, we know we'll get turned away. What if you end up like waiting too long and then you sat at home? Netflix on waiting to get into proper labor and all of a sudden she's crowning you end up being option two like I was mm. like you end up living your own child at home <laughs> don't call me I'm not the person to call you Adam you've been to this what are you doing I've like, got you on fire oh, on fire my friends I can see you closer <laughs> bring some gloves Adam <laughs> yeah so so that yeah it's no, just I honestly the, uh, don't think that'll be an issue I also think that um I know it's frustrating getting turned away you'll do mm. the same. You'll go in earlier than you need to because you don't know what else to do. Like, you don't want to be set at home and be like, ah, I know, but like, you've only just, the water's only just broke. Let's put you in a bath. Like, da, da. Um, <clears throat> Should you ring 111 when you think you're going into labor and then- We would, did. Would they- We did. Oh, they said, go Come to the in. hospital. Come on in. And then, and what, they, then yeah. they turned you away. One of the questions as well was, is this your first? 
So I think what they do is because they don't know, they, they know you have no expectations of what's happening. Mm, okay. You can't really judge it yourself. So we came in. So you needed Actually, to go in almost. You just reminded me, she literally said on the phone, please be prepared. You may not be, mm. you may not be dilated if that's the right term yep. uh, enough. You may get turned away. Because I remember me and Sarah talking on the way in saying we better not, because of the drive as well. Mm. It's like, fucking hell. Like, <laughs> think of the fuel. <laughs> Parking. Um, if you had your Tesla, mate, that'd be, co- that'd be costly charge. That you imagine if get I didn't back. have a fucking charge in the car. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine that? Uh, taxi. Um, anyway, but so, they so kind of prepped ne- for it. You needed to go in <laughs> to, to be turned away. There is zero chance Sarah would have ever stayed at home the additional four hours, basically, mm. that we were zero chance that we would have stayed at home that long I actually think if you played it all back again she would have rather gone in got the advice got turned away mm. compared to having me and her go we probably shouldn't go in yet let's wait did that Did that change her frame of mind though where, and, and how she was feeling about how she was actually feeling if that makes sense so like waters break we're going into labour you go to the hospital and they turn you away does she feel any less in labour at this point so like you've yeah, gone home and she's kind of like, is she sat there thinking, oh yeah, maybe I'm not actually that in labor or was she still in the same amount of like sensation? No, I think it's a good point. I think what it actually did, and I'm speaking for Sarah. So if she listens to this, if I got it wrong, I apologize. But from, from what I saw, it felt like they sort of set the expectation that you don't need to be in for at least a few more hours. Mm-hmm. So when she got back in, I think she naturally went, cool, the baby's not going to be here in the next 60 minutes. She relaxed. Yeah, because she doesn't know at that point, first baby, is the baby going to like, air quotes, drop out of me in the next mm. 60 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Um, but she was like, no, okay, cool. I need to have a bath. And I think it just changed her horizon of when this baby's due to arrive, mm. which naturally just calms her down. Obviously- And probably helped then get the baby further along as well. 100%. And then as- as it kind of gets to crunch time again, obviously all that anxiety and all that worry build back up. It doesn't mm-hmm. go. You just manage to have this period of actually <clears throat> expectation set, try and chill at home, bath, couch, slash bed, chill mm. out, and then come back in and see us. I think if we got turned away again, I don't think she would have left. I don't think she would have mm. left. I think she would just, just loiter in the car park. Yeah, hung so. around the car park, put the heaters on, heated seats. Done. <laughs> <laughs> What a classy guy. Yeah, for me, it's just um, it's, it's just that helplessness, helplessness that, which is the biggest, like, fucking hell. Do you know what we should do for episode 20, H? Live stream. No. The birth of no. the baby. <laughs> no. Uh, we should get the women on. We should make it. Yeah, either episode 20 or within the next three, four episodes. Because we, pre, need, to, we need a pre-drop show. We need definitely. a... <laughs> We need a pre-drop show. And I think... Uh, I mean, we've still got like 49 days left. You know what I really so want to do? Of time. <laughs> seven weeks and you <laughs> panic kicked in. Uh, I think That's we should, like seven shows at most. I think what we should do is like get the women into the studio, put them on the mics and we disappear across the road for a beer and let them talk it through as in where they're at. Because they, really, they haven't really caught up mm-hmm. probably the last few months. Let them have a chat on the mics. And what they think of the show and all that. And we don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. We just publish it. And then we come back and have a conversation. How's that sound? We'll have to review it, but yeah. It depends if <laughs> they... talk if, absolute <laughs> shit about us. <laughs> they won't talk anything about the birth. They'll just, they'll, it'll just be like, correction number one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry's got some. Cool. Let's wrap it up here at Home Slice. Guys, thank you for listening. As always... It's always a pleasure to get on the mics with my co-host and just really hash it out. I'm looking forward to the birth. I can't wait, you know, 
bit of time off, kick my feet up, bring the switch to the uh, to the labor ward, you know, chill, put Enya on. Can't wait. But in the meantime, guys, if you want to, if to make slow sure slow head shake going on on this side of the mic, to right make now. sure you don't miss an episode, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five star review if you're enjoying the show. Uh, and if you've got any pop tips, advice, questions, war comments, stories, war stories, updates, just anything, you can email it to dadknowsbest at nbs.fm. Adam, any final words? We know you're out there because we see the listeners. So, <laughs> we see that you're listening but you're lurking send if you're listening to this you have a story send it in dad knows best at nbs.fm stay tuned for the next episode thank you so much for making it this far through see you next time